Welcome to Main Street Banking, a podcast for community bankers brought to you by the Barrett School of Banking, located in the heart of banking, blues, and barbecue, Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Byron Earnhardt. I am the program director here at Barrett, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to our corner of the banking world and hope that we can make your bank, your staff, and maybe even your day a better one. Okay, we are back with one of the podcast most popular episodes, most popular guests. We've got Trish Springfield, now with Energized to Grow, unshackled, freed from the corporate <laughs> world. Out here to uh, let us know what she really thinks about things. So, Trish, how you doing? Doing great. Always good to see you, Byron. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Been looking forward to sitting down and having a conversation. A very short, because we always have really short conversations. <laughs> a, a, a very short, non-detailed oriented, non-crazy uh, conversation. Uh, so, yeah, Trish, as I said the intro, you are have sat out on your own doing Energize to Grow. Tell us what's going on there. What are you doing? Well, I tell you, there is so much going on in our industry today. I uh, obviously have been in banking over 26 years, love what I've done, and and frankly, I want to spend more time directly working with banks. And so I've left the day-to-day executive leadership role, and I'm now working with banks directly and also doing some speaking for the financial services industry and love the fact that change is upon us. I mean, a lot of folks are worried about it, but, and we'll talk about it today, but I think there's some great opportunities where we can finally show some of our personality and what we bring to the community. I agree. I'm all about showing the per- showing our personalities. Uh, that's why you know we, we were talking about before here, just uh, maintaining a human element on, on the podcast and what we do and all that. It's been one of the most fun things I've had. Yeah. So. Well, I know you've got some, as I do, you've got some, uh, some not pet peeves, but some soapbox topics. And I figured we'd go through some of the, the, the top three top Trish topics here. Yeah. Um, because they're always interesting. So, uh, you know, we hear a lot about our going digital for our customers, and that's that's always been the big theme over the past few years, and that's important. But how do we go about retraining our employees? You and I kind of grew up on the front line, retail banking, in the trenches, but how does the community bank change the way we think about our front line in a digital fintech world? I think this is one of the most important topics for us to be talking about. and. And ironically, I had lunch with a, a colleague who's uh, here in this market, and she's been in banking over 40 years and wants to continue to grow, but is nervous about learning more digital solutions. Mm-hmm. And she's in cash management. Cash management is one of the most critical areas of the bank right now as we want to grow on our deposits and grow the full relationship of our operating companies. And so as you think about digital as well as person-to-person interaction with our clients, how do we do it and how do we do it well? And so, first of all, I'm a simple girl, so I'm gonna take a simple approach. I just think we have folks in our offices or in our branch locations who are scared to death to admit, Trish, Byron, I don't, I don't know how that works in our app. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works on the Android but I do know how it works on the Apple. So if I have a client that comes in with a question with an Apple phone, I can help them. Android, I don't know what to do, and I don't wanna tell my boss, I don't know. So how do we take, how do we unwrap that? How do we make it a safe place? And so my simple mind said this, why can't we have our own geek squad? Think about the geek squad, right? You buy something at a at a big box store and you don't know how to operate it, the geek squad shows up at your house and shows you how. I think we need to be that basic and think about how do we train people? You can go to a class, you can have something online, 
But we, what I have learned in my experience, particularly recently, is going from branch to branch, person to person, de-escalate and just say, hey, you know, you got five, 10 minutes, pull out your phone, I'm gonna pull out my phone. And let's just talk about how you might get questions and what I can help you with so that you feel confident answering those questions. And let's do it together. So we, we literally created our own geek squad at the last bank I was with. They were given a couple of branches to go see and then they had to report back. So I, as a leader, decided I'd do the same thing. First person I visited was a market leader who did not even have our app on their phone, market leader. So I'm sure none of you out there in podcast land would have that happen, but um, we're a pretty good bank, and I would say <laughs> there's probably other banks that happens too. But in the event you know of some banker that might have this, yeah. <laughs> so hands-on, I think, is, is a great approach, and, and it de-escalates, and it allows people to say safely, hey, Trish, hey, Byron, um, I, I'm sort of good in these areas. Could you show me one more time how to do it? on this application mm -hmm. or with this type of device. And so I think the first one is to say, it's okay to not know. It's not okay to not try. Mm. I like that. I like that. On your Geek Squad idea, I, I kind of want to pull over and part there uh, a little bit. Did you have it at your bank or would your suggestion be, I mean, was it just IT people or did you have it across all Function, functional areas? How'd that work? It was a little messy at first. Sure. So we, we said, let's pick uh, the, the best tech-savvy person in that region. Okay. Typically, it was a manager. Okay. So the first quarter we did it, we sent the manager to go to the other locations and work with that team. One, the managers really tend to bring a lot of deposit and loan opportunities, so mm -hmm. we lost a little bit on production. We realized we probably need the a different person in that role. So while the manager could do it, we needed them to stay at their location. So then we went to kind of the personal banker or private banker kind of person mm -hmm. who had a little more flexibility in their time. Mm -hmm. So that was a key learning, number one. Um, number two is we had to give them direct scripts because what you know intuitively, I as your employee don't know. So they were assuming some things on the front end and not explaining it to the employee. Assuming that the employee would know iOS and Android and yes. things like that, rather than yes. making it more. Okay. So uh, if you're digitally savvy, you, you will naturally assume people know what you're talking about. And they had to go three steps backwards to mm. start from where they were starting. So those were some key learnings. And then, frankly, I think where all banks need to make a decision is, do they need in the markets digital experts? And or is that a blend with what I would call on location geek squad in the corporate office where anytime someone has a problem, including outside of normal hours, can I get a geek squad person that's an expert? Mm -hmm. So who hates it when it's a three day weekend and all of a sudden something is not working on your mobile device and you cannot get someone in the bank. And so we got to think and whether it's digital support or it's, it's trying to bring new talent to our bank networks. The real question is, how accessible are we? Do we play by their rules or do they have to play by ours? And I think accessibility, particularly out after hours, is something we gotta figure out. Mm -hmm. Interesting, I, I like that Geek Squad idea. I hadn't heard of that um, before. You, you hadn't shared that idea with me. You're saving all the good ones. <laughs> Uh, you know, we, 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 st we spent a lot of time talking about new technology and this uh, this new way of thinking, but how do we leverage this new way of thinking, uh, this new digital world from the bank? What does that look like on the front lines? Keep going with there. How does that technology look 
uh, and make that work for the frontline employee? I think all of us need to ask ourselves as a client, mm -hmm. what makes my life easy? Mm -hmm. And start there. So I want to open a checking account with you. Do I really want to go to your location and bring all the documentation? No. Worse, do I really want to go through the hassle of moving all of my auto debits and drafts and bill payments from my old bank to my new online banking? No. So back to the, the, the Geek Squad concept, and this is something new we're seeing in our industry, is we need a whole entire effort around transferring those payments mm -hmm. for the client. Mm -hmm. How cool would this be if I said, Byron, I know you're a big client of XYZ Bank, and they're great people, they really are. I think what we have to offer you will be better for you financially mm -hmm. and from accessibility. We're, we're here, we're available anytime you need us. But it's a pain, let's be honest, it is a pain to move all those. So here's what I'm gonna offer you. For the first 90 days, I'm gonna assign a concierge to you. That person's goal is to move all of your debits, automatic payments, anything already established in your current banking account with your current bank. We're gonna help you transfer all of those and in those first 90 days, we guarantee you will never have an overdraft. And if you do, we will pay it. So you think that can't happen. How can you do that for me? Well, we have electronic signatures. You can empower me to allow the bank to let me do that for you. Mm -hmm. I can set up those debits and those credits. I can test them with a penny. Mm -hmm. We can do all of that. And all you need to do is just tell your banker it's okay. Do whatever Trish asks you to do. How cool would that be? Yeah. <laughs> Without, I, I'm actually in looking at doing, moving some banking relationships around as we start to look to move and the idea of moving. And I, Scary. I, we do what we do. Moving my online banking is just, and my auto pay, my bill pay is the one thing I'm just like, God, how can I? And I'm in banking. Yeah, stick and a fork in my eye before I have to do that. Oh, <laughs> God, I just, I don't even want to have to deal with it. I just don't, but that, it's a beautiful idea. That is a, did y'all do that at your other bank, Joe? We were actually starting it. So starting Harlan it. Clark and some other providers actually offer this service. Mm. It is not cheap. It's probably 100 bucks plus to have that done externally, mm. or you can build it internally. And so we actually started on building it internally. I was going to say, I mean, a little bit of creative thought, that's the kind of thing you could build internally, put, put somebody on and get creative with a whiteboard and making that happen. Exactly. Um, I mean, then maybe turn around and outsource it to other banks that don't want to do that, make some money off, the, off that. I mean, if you think about it, as long as they're not moving your accounts. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't do it in market, but... Yeah, you absolutely can do that. Church, maybe we need to do that on the help banks do that. <laughs> just get Chris to make some money on that one. Um, yeah, one of the other things that we're facing, we're seeing it, we're talking about it a lot this week. Uh, we're recording this during the grad school week. Uh, but community, ba community banking is facing a brain drain that many oh, businesses face. Yes. And, you know, a lot of times, several years ago, we're not that far removed from uh, people leaving the small town, leaving the community, going off to school with their friends, graduating, marrying somebody from the small town, coming back, settling in the same house. The community just keeps on perpetuating itself. We don't see that anymore. Right. Um, so how does that community bank in a non-metro market how do we build that bench of new leaders for the next five to ten years? We're seeing boards get a little, some are getting older, some are starting to get younger, but how do we build that bench for the next five to ten years? Woo-wee! Okay, this is a big topic, and, <laughs> yeah. and you are spot on. So I'm going to I'm gonna throw a couple stats to you huh? first, and then I want to give you some thoughts around it. Um, so here's a couple stats. 
60% of banking-oriented students, so these are students today mm -hmm. in college that want to go into banking, 60% say they expect to stay at their first banking job three years or less. Mm. So let me just pause. That's over 50%. That's 60% of college grads saying, I'm going to get into banking and I might stick around for three years. 34% said, I'm only going to stick around two or less. So I just, I want to challenge us to think different and change our narrative. So I'm a simple girl again. I'm going to just, that's who I am. The people that are hiring coders today, because that's the hot topic, mm -hmm. right? I want to be mm -hmm. a coder. Yeah. 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 I'm the man. I'm the woman. Um, uh, so I have a brother that's really digitally savvy and he, he knows some coding and the reality I see is you're staying up late at night upstairs in your bedroom doing coding or you're in a in some large facility and you're there late at night early in the morning because that's how you prepare and that's how you like to work without being interrupted it's a lonely thing mm -hmm. and coding is amazing but the narrative the attraction to talent right now mm -hmm. is I am proud to be a coder mm -hmm. so let me just challenge this we are proud because we build our communities. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't exist without us. Mm -hmm. Infrastructure wouldn't exist without us because we are funding all of the growth, all mm -hmm. of the development, all of the new businesses. We People aren't excited about banking that are in the talent pool today. And part of that happened in the 2000s, right? We got stuck and blamed with the downturn of the economy was community banks. It wasn't. But they just think banks... Investment banks, community banks were the same. They don't understand. And I think as leaders, we need to make banking more fun and more desirable. And a lot of that is growth opportunity. And so the statistics, I'm going to read you a few more. So first of all, there's three levels of the environment we got in mind to keep talent. Otherwise, it'll go away. The culture, the technology environment, and the physical environment. So the culture. And if you can't, in three or four quick sentences, explain why are you the bank to work for, you want people begging to work for you, not you begging to work for them, then we need to do some work around that. Is your bank technology savvy? Is it cool? Like you're the most progressive bank there is, or you guys don't even know how to turn the keyboard on. How do you communicate that? I want to be a part of that cool bank. Mm -hmm. And then the physical environment. So I just... I hate to say it, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm a 26-year banking executive, right? So um, I've been in it a while. The folks we need to hire today don't look like me. They would probably even say I'm old. I don't know. Don't answer that. Byron, don't say word. <laughs> I like to say experienced. So, so as we have been in our industry, we've been talking about the client experience. The client experience is called the CX, right? Mm -hmm. You see it from all kinds of different angles. Let's remove the friction, how clients work with us. I think a great client experience happens when you have a great employee experience. So the EX, yes. employee experience, drives the CX, the client experience. And I know that was a long-winded answer, but technology is scary for bank employees. If we can help them get comfortable, their clients are going to get a better experience because now they feel that you're comfortable. They, have, they can trust you. Um, they can rely on you to teach them how to mm -hmm. use our mobile app or our online solutions. So... I think a lot of it gets to how do you really educate our employees to be comfortable when the client experience now becomes comfortable and the 
the friction that you hear so much talk about goes away because we know how to remove it versus trying to get the client to remove it. I think you're spot on. I, th I think <clears throat> in addition to like some of the tech and being the cool bank, I think I've seen in the last year and a half since I've been here the the, the advent of the, the content marketing. We're doing a lot of that um, with some of the stuff we're doing here at Barrett, and the banks that are promoting themselves through what they're talking, you know, through community involvement, through uh, through content marketing, through what mm -hmm. they're promoting, and that it has relevance. It's not the hey, and there's nothing wrong with the come down to the park, come down to the bank and register for the free balloon or whatever. I, we've all done it. Yeah. But anymore, that's just not cutting it. That's just not cutting it. If you want to be the community bank in your community, however you want to define that community, geographic or not, give information that's pertinent to that community. Right. And I, you know, that gets back to the, do you want to be a, and then do you want to be a part of that community and changing that world that way or doing it the way that, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'm a little younger, a little less experienced, <laughs> but doing it the way we were taught, you know, uh -huh. and, you know, going at it the, the other way. At some point, we kind of have to change and kind of shift the way we think. Yeah, and I think it's about options. Like, people love options, right? So if right. I want to come in, I want to have an amazing experience. I yeah. want you to treat me like royalty because you don't see me often right. now as a, as a customer of your bank. And so... That needs to be amazing, and we we should have fewer branch locations in general. Mm -hmm. But the ones we have should be amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, great snacks, great welcome, great environment, all of that. But let's face it, we're all busy these days, and how nice is it to have convenience options? Mm -hmm. I mean, my goodness, I don't know about y'all, but I have learned the beauty of ordering your groceries online. Isn't that wonderful? And then you just <laughs> drive up, and they put it in the back. And that one, I don't even have to turn the car oh, off. It is. It is amazing why we haven't thought of that before. Uh -huh. So what are we doing in banking that is equally innovative? Part of it might be a geek squad. How cool would it be if I said, you know what? Uh, and, and this happens all the time right now. Think about it. With any software you buy, if you're having problems installing, what do you do? You actually get online and, and they actually get on your computer with you. Mm -hmm. They ask you for permission. There's tools yeah. to let you do that. And then they'll show you. This is what you do. This is how I'll set it up for you. Mm -hmm. Why can't we do that for opening accounts online? You know, Byron, I tell you what, if you will just click yes, I'll I'll actually go into your account at BB&T or you, whatever bank. I don't, whatever, you pick the bank. I'll go into your online with you. You give me permission to do it. You can watch. You can go get a sandwich and come back. I'll move all these drafts for you. We have it all recorded. It's approved. The, this, the technology exists today. Mm -hmm. We've never thought that way before. Well, it, we, we, we tried to a few years ago when we did like the new account moving kits. You remember, yeah, you remember I those? called it the breakup kit. Yeah, the I breakup kit, the breakup of the Dear John letter. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we tried that, but it was still, I, I like I the it. idea of it because it did kind of organize. And when I was in financial planning, you know, we did the, uh, the, the, the love letter to your family. It was sort of like, you know, not only here's the will, but here's the keys to the safe deposit yes. box. We wrote it down. So it was sort of like, here's a, here's a step-by-step guide. But we just never made that turn. We just never made, turned that corner to make it even easier, even more simple, even more convenient. And I love the idea, the connotations of concierge. Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. that's really good. And no other bank probably is offering that right now. Mm -hmm. And then as you think about, even for some of these bills that they may be paying, they may want to talk to the client. 
So you also, as the concierge, will say, all right, Byron, I'm going to be working on your your issues, your your movement, mm -hmm. this hour, this day. Would you be available via phone if they want to get your verbal okay so that we can continue to proceed? And usually the client will say, that's fabulous. Yeah, here's my cell phone number. Call me if they won't talk to you. And so there are ways that they will hang up that phone and say to themselves, I have never had a bank take on the, the ugliness of having to move all of these drafts and make it convenient for me. And they will go tell their best friends who will walk in there and just say, here, plop. <laughs> you do it. You do it and all, then just walk in business. I, yes. A lot easier than going out and getting it. Way easier than <laughs> going out and getting it. Way easier than doing that. <laughs> and it stays longer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I, I I love our conversations, Trish, and I, 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 we could probably burn up the entire podcast and all of our memory at SoundCloud uh, to get uh, to do some talking. But I will uh, I will encourage everyone to go follow Trish on, on our social media. Trish, how can they get in touch with you for your for Energize to Grow? So you can go to my website. It's either trishspringfield.com. That's pretty easy for folks to remember. Uh, also, the brand is Energize with the number two, grow, energize to grow. Because I don't think people will change or grow until they're energized first. And if you can capture their attention and their imagination, they're going to grow and they're going to push us as leaders. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so if you're an alum, you know, you'll know uh, from Trisha's uh, non-traditional financial services, which we've now tweaked this year to being boosting bank profitability to incorporate more of this type of uh, material. Uh, you know that you will leave her class very energized and very uh, anxious to grow and grow your bank and grow your career. So we're glad to have Trish back and looking forward to working with her more. And we will see y'all next time. Thanks a lot. Well, that's our episode for today. We hope you've enjoyed yourself and learned a little something. If you haven't already, please feel free to subscribe to our podcast and drop us a five-star rating. You can follow us at Barrett Banking on Twitter or Barrett School of Banking on Facebook and LinkedIn. And we even have a new community banking road trip playlist on Spotify highlighting your favorite songs about your home state. Check that out and feel free to submit your favorite song about your state to add to the playlist. We have an ever-growing slate of classes, seminars, and webinars that are available, and not to mention our industry-recognized Graduate School of Banking every May, and we look forward to seeing you at any or all of our events. For more information, check out our website at barrett.ws. And from Memphis, the heart of banking, blues, and barbecue, we'll see y'all next time on Main Street Banking.